Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutende, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutende, ready to talk about some transportation costs? Yes. So, listeners, we are continuing our series on managing college costs, and today we're talking about transportation. So, I, um, when I was in college, Emmanuel, mm-hmm. I, my first year, I did not have a car. Actually, actually I think it was my first three years I didn't have a car. So I heavily relied on public transit. And um, and, well, my first year was manageable because I I lived on campus. That was easy, Mm -hmm. right? Second year, I lived a little off campus, but walking, right? Mm -hmm. And then my third year, um, I lived far. I lived far. I was back home and was going to college across the bay. Ah. And so I was... I was, you know, managing public transit. Now, the great thing about public transit that I found, a few things that I learned is that um, there are discount, a lot of cities offer discounted, um, you know, like bus passes or train train ticket prices or sort of like a package thing where you could get a train and bus service for a discounted rate, like if you get a, like a monthly pass. Yes. Um, so that would be my first tip in terms of managing college costs is, you know, really making sure that you find out what's available in your community or area because almost every single metropolitan area has something for student students, right? Reducing yes. costs for students, yeah. And that's something I think that's really important because sometimes it's just basically a sticker on your ID mm-hmm. and you get free rides. Right. And, you know, I see this a lot. I'm going to be honest. I see what I see a lot is, is now with Uber and Lyft, I see students getting dropped off mm-hmm. all the time. And I get it. Like sometimes that that public transportation is going to take a little longer. But if, you know, if you're paying ten dollars each ride back and forth but that public transportation might take you half an hour more but you're paying two dollars i mean the math starts to add up real quickly on those on those um um uber and lyft rides so i tell my students okay they're like well i don't want to get on public transportation because it just takes an extra longer i say pop in your headphones listen to some of like some maybe have your book on audio Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you have a podcast that talks about something that um, you're interested in. Maybe you're listening to us, <laughs> <laughs> but you're talking or, or also, you know, teachers do a lot of times they'll record their videos, especially now with COVID. They'll have some video lectures online. Just start listening to those as you go on public transportation. And so you arrive from 30 minutes, but you're also multitasking. You're learning a little bit about that lecture online. You're thinking about that. You're getting ready to go into that class, but you've just heard that lecture like maybe it's your second or third time hearing it because you wanted to make sure that you're ready to go to that test, whatever it may be, but you utilize that time and you're saving money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, you definitely want to, you know, one one thing I think as you you learn as you get older is that time is so precious. And so mm-hmm. what if, if you're forced to be on public transit, you know, make the most of it, right? Make the most of it and save and you're saving money while you're while you're doing so. I'd really love to hear from listeners. So listeners, if you hear, you know, when you hear this, you know, comment and let us know how you're managing costs. Because like you said, uh, Emmanuel, I see students getting dropped off right in front of our school every day. And I always wonder, like, how does that add up? Right? Uber and Lyft, I just don't see how that 
I just don't see how that man that adds up, right? Because it's it's just so so expensive. Absolutely. And one of the things that I I think students could do is let's say they don't live near a public transportation, or I have some students that told me, look, it's not that safe. Like I'm coming home late at night, mm-hmm. and and hey. Well, I hear you on that. So I tell my students, like, can you get three or four friends together to do a carpool? Mm-hmm. Right. And so especially with gas prices, the way they're they are right now. So I have some students that get there's like three or four of them. They all ride to school together. They set up their schedule the next the next semester with similar schedules. Mm-hmm. And if if it's a little off, they'll be like, look, we'll just hit the we'll just hit up the library real quick. We'll study in there. You go to class early. I'm getting some of my work done, ready to go. You might have to wait with wait for me to get out later. Mm-hmm. But then we can go ahead and we split these costs. If you're, you know, if you're splitting the cost by three or four, that, you know, that gas price reduces significantly, right? So I tell my students all the time, like, absolutely get three or four friends. The challenge sometimes is, is, um, is just getting that conversation started. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that could be a challenge many times because, you know, many of our classes have been online lately. Um, yes, we're not yeah. seeing people come to on campus as much. Right. But start talking to people, because especially for my STEM students, many of you have to be on lab in labs all day. So get three or four people just talk to people connect with them, say, how are you getting to school? Right. See if you can catch that ride. Say I'll pitch in for gas. That way you can start managing that transportation cost. Yes, I love what you're saying about, um, you know, a lot of colleges are offering classes online. I'm going to actually say that that's probably the key way now. I mean, this is more of uh, an opportunity than we would have realized before. Mm. Um, This is not... I My college didn't offer this when I was in college. You know, that online Mm -hmm. classes were when I started college, non-existent, and by the time I finished college, just starting, right? Mm -hmm. But if your college offers classes that are especially general education, right? So like history classes, communications classes, or art history, or, you know, general education, um, which almost every college does now, take advantage of taking those fully online, Um, especially if they're classes that you are confident you can you can pass and, and get you know strong grades in without physically being in class. Take it full advantage of that. Fill up your schedule with as much of that as you can afford to do and um, feel comfortable taking. Um, and that'll save you significantly on, on transportation costs. I think that's been one of the you know biggest takeaways in this past you know two years of COVID is just um, all the possibilities of what can be done, you know, remotely, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And I have students that have been setting themselves up for success by doing their online classes like Tuesday and Thursday. Like they just, that's their day. Even if the homework might be due on Friday online, they put it in their head that Tuesday and Thursday they're going to be doing online or Monday and Wednesday they're going to be doing online. And then, you know, the other two days they'll, they'll come to campus for maybe two courses, right? So they set themselves up with a really nice structure to save on that gas cost from going to campus every single day. And they also set themselves up with a schedule that they feel that they could be successful because they know they're like, hey, this is my class time. Even though I'm not 
I'm taking this class in person, this is still my class time. Because sometimes at those online classes, you got to be way more disciplined. So, <laughs> so different ways, but to save on transportation costs and to set yourself up for success. Absolutely. Now, I do want to just mention, though, that if you are, you know, in a situation where you want to you, you, you want to have a car or you have a car, you know, definitely think about, I think managing the cost is really about what kind of car you, you, you choose to have. Right. So, Mm. you know, try to have one that is, um, minimal in terms of maintenance, right. Minimal Mm -hmm. in terms of, uh, cost per gallon to, to operate. Um, I'm not saying that you want a car that is unreliable, but but definitely consider that because it does make a difference when you're, especially if you are this a, a student where you don't have maybe parental support in that area. Definitely think about um, not having a car where you'll have a monthly cost, a monthly you know uh, payment, um, and also making sure that you have one that maintenance-wise is. Uh, relatively basic. So, for example, my car in in college was <laughs> a forty dollar oil change, <laughs> which is probably unheard of now. But <laughs> a forty dollar oil change, you know, and you know, replacing tires on it was maybe a couple hundred dollars every couple years. Um, and really, really common car, right? So it was easy to find a maintenance person and easy to find parts and easy to, you'd be surprised at how much can go into owning a car, even if it's just registration, yearly registration. Those are all the things you have to think about. Um, and then also the cost of insurance, right? Yes. So before you make the decision to, um, have a car in college, think about all of those, you know, so that you're able to ensure that you can manage those costs and that you're still ahead by having that. So for example, what I mean by that is if you have a job while you're in, in college, then that might be a little bit easier for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're on campus, does it really make sense to have a car, right? Think about that. You're on campus, you're already, you know, walking distance from everything. Do you necessarily need to have a car that's going to be parked four or five days a week? Right. So weigh your options. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember when I went to Santa Barbara, I actually left my car at home with my parents because I didn't want to pay for the insurance. I couldn't afford it. So I said, you know, I can't afford that insurance. So I'm just going to go ahead and um, leave my car at home. And then what did I do? I just, I just basically, saved so much money on gas and then you know sometimes when you have a car in college all your friends are like hey let's go here let's go there and you yeah. drive right and i'm exactly. like mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so i was always mindful too that made me be real mindful actually for my friends because what i would do is like i would offer them gas money i would say hey like this is like if you're gonna do this can we do this or like we'll go out like i would take them out to eat or something if they did a far drive you know little things like that just to be considerate because i remember when i was having the car and i was the person who had to drive everybody around like it gets really expensive too just managing because you're right you have to you have to do the maintenance you have to do the oil change you have to do the tires like all of that comes into play and then i do have some friends that do the uh, or some students that do the local like ride sharing, so they might have a mm-hmm. car, but they try to they they do Uber so they can pick up some side gigs that we're going to mm-hmm. talk about in future episodes, right? How do you make right. a little bit of extra money? But so they utilize that as an investment in, to make more money versus just it sitting there. So 
I really like what you said. Like if you're sitting, if you're sitting there four or five days, it might be more of a liability than something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, what would you say is the one takeaway for tr- managing transportation? I would say if you can in college, try to get somewhere close to your school where you can ride your bike to campus or walk to campus, and look. And, and that would be a big way just to save that because you could save insurance, maintenance, car payment, gas, and especially gas. <laughs> Did I say gas? <laughs> right? So all of those. So that would be, that would be my one thing for, for, for students. How about you, Gitsen? It would be yours. Uh, I would say avoid car payments. Um, mm. I had several friends in college who, you know, had that stress of car payments. And I think it can really take away from being able to focus on your purpose of being in college in the first place. Um, when you've got adult, I mean, you're an adult, but when you've got what I say are grown up expenses, <laughs> um, and a car payment is one that can so easily be avoided. Um, and I would say that would be my, my one thing is to, if you want to manage those costs, avoid a car payment and minimize the cost of owning a car. You know, I'm, I'm going to just touch on that because I love what you said on that piece. You're absolutely right. And I know that I did have like family members and students that talked to family members to they would they would ask their like f- extended family, like, is anybody selling like a car that you don't need anymore and stuff like that? And they were able to get like a car at a reduced price. So um, that way they didn't have a car payment. They needed a car because they needed to go to work and stuff and right. it wasn't close. Right. So that was a way that they found like a cheap car just by like talking to the, all these network and expanding. And Gosh, you know, here we go ending off with networking again. But gosh, it's you don't realize how many people out there want to help. Mm-hmm. You just got to ask. Great point. So, all right, Ethan, thanks uh, again for bringing up these three um, pieces. I just, my mind keeps going. So our listeners out there, please rate, review, and subscribe. Anything helps. Uh, we're hoping this is helping you all out. And Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning. <laughs>